Hi, my name is Gary. This is Shankar. And you're listening to The Bar. Alright, so today we're going to talk about Ikigai. Gary, do you know what Ikigai means? Yeah, so it's a book based on the Japanese concept on what's the reason for your being. Yes, so the book itself is by Albert Liberman and Hector Garcia, where they explore, so the full title is called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. And the book itself explores why and how Japanese communities have one of the longest life expectancies in this world and what is the secret behind that. It's a pretty interesting book. I think everyone should pick it up and read it. Today, we're not going to do a review of the book itself. We're going to talk about the concept behind it, Ikigai itself. And the word basically consists of Iki, which means to live, and Gai, which is reason. So, reason to live. Exactly. In a more layman's term, how I would like to see this, Ikigai means purpose. Yes. What's your purpose to your existence? And there are four parts to Ikigai. There's profession, passion, mission, and vocation. And you can Google the image up. It's basically a Venn diagram that overlaps all these circles and what it means when you cross the different pillars with each other. Essentially, when you when you cross all four, it's meant to mean that you have found your purpose. It's your enlightenment. It's your ancient one giving you the purpose of your existence, the time stone. I doubt this session itself is going to help you find your purpose, but we can help you lead your way there and by sharing our own experiences about our search for Ikigai, for happiness and to find purpose in our lives. So let's start with profession. So profession is what you're good at and you can get paid for it. So Gary, have you found your profession? Yes. I was in the film industry as a filmmaker for slightly over a decade. It was what I was good at and I was paid very well for it. Paid handsomely well for it. You can say that. Is there a reason you don't do it anymore? There was that sense of emptiness. Something was missing. But we will get to that. Yes. Okay. Uh, For me, uh, thankfully, uh, by the way, it's going to be four years since I joined my, my company and I feel like I have found the right profession for myself. Um, and I handle recruitment for senior level engineering talents in Malaysia and I feel like I've, I've reached a point when I'm pretty okay at it and I get paid well for it. So I feel thankfully I found my profession per se. Moving on to the next, passion. Passion is basically what you're good at and what you love. For me, there's so many things I would consider my passion but if I could just crown them into just one, it's people. It's helping people, it's getting to know people, it's working with people. People are my passion. Okay, that, that's really good. Uh, for me, passion, I like people and all, yeah, by the way, but I feel what, what really my- Alcohol what, is better. <laughs> uh, tough debate there, no, but what, what I'm really, really passionate about at the end of the day, I think the one thing that keeps me going is traveling. It's what I love. And in some ways, I would say that I'm pretty good at it because I, I, I get to explore all these places. I get to plan it properly. I meet all these amazing people, have great conversations along the way. So I feel like traveling is my true passion in life. Moving on to mission. So for mission, mission is what you love and what the world needs. 
have you found your mission? <laughs> so I think for me, my mission in life, in a lot of ways, is to just like what your passion is. I think that sort of is my mission: is to help people in need, is to help underprivileged communities. It's sort of like maybe the mission itself can be stated as to balance the distribution of wealth equally not equally but to make it more balanced among humans it's something i've done something for before i've started an ngo i've been in a social enterprise before that's how we know each other it's something i've worked towards but i have not started a foundation yet but you have started an ngo before so submission or what i like to call a calling in some sense to advance my passion of people is to connect people to help other people and that becomes a mission right finding a need and finding a way that you're good at to fill that need and so bringing people together helping those in most need particularly the homeless community has been my almost lifelong mission for the bulk of my adult life mm. and your mission is also to eradicate homelessness in Malaysia in some sense but i think more than homelessness it's really to break down social stigmatization to bring people together to have that real human connection to push the human race forward excellent well said um next up vocation so vocation basically is what the world needs and what you can be paid for sadly <laughs> going back to the career of um, social activism or humanitarian work where most ngos will get paid uh, for the work they do i don't fall that category so recently i had this um, career talk for this international school and they considered social activism as a sub-career that people would aspire to be and that surprised me but so I was on the panel with someone who was in world vision and whenever she spoke you noticed something was missing because she would tell you of all the activities she does but she would also remind the audience that she's being paid to do this mm-hmm. now I'm not detracting that she's not passionate about it, but at the end of the day, it also could look like a job, right? Regardless whether your heart's in the right place, regardless whether you want to go above and beyond the call of duty, you'll still do it because it's what you get paid for. Is it a vocation for her? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's it falls under a cross between something else. But for me, vocation, I get paid for certain things, but not the same way as my profession. And so it's slightly different for me. Do you think that if the... Okay, so what the world needs and what you can get paid for, right? So what the world needs right now is to assist the homeless community. Do you feel like if you were paid to get people off the streets, would that have been an ideal vocation for you? Perhaps. But I wouldn't know if I would still do it for the right reasons. Mm, mm, See, what motivates, what incentivizes me is people. And now if you pay me to help people... I don't know if I would do it genuinely 100% for the people. Okay. Very interesting point, which we will get to the, you know, the merge between the profession and your vocation. So we'll touch on that in a while. Uh, for me, I, I identified what my vocation is from a young age, but I can tell you that I haven't done much about it. So for me, what the world needs, what I can get paid for is essentially, it's going to be environmental related whether it's a machine and equipment that's going to help the environment to some extent that I could sell 
or just energy you know renewable energy related uh, things so to some extent what i focus on within recruitment these days is to recruit for talents within your renewable energy space within the solar power plant um, industry so i feel that maybe me fall under vocation but that's still under my profession essentially so if you ask me if i've done anything personally to get out there to get paid to fulfill a problem that the world has in the environmental space probably not now where do you fall in all these um, four corners of ikigai where do you feel what's the combination that you are living right now i think it's the first one i think one and um sorry profession and passion that is where most of my focus has been on how about yours i will go one step further it's what i'm good at and also i guess what the world needs so right. it's a cross between the four corners <laughs> but it's not necessarily something i love all the time it's also not something necessarily that i get paid for right. all the time so interesting i am going right across horizontally yeah okay which which i ironically if you look at the diagram they didn't provide a space between those two right um yeah. but maybe you're getting maybe maybe actually it is what you love so essentially i think if you actually get paid for this that forms your ikigai itself perhaps yeah that's my version of it yeah so where a uh, p- profession and passion meet um you know that space there what is said about that area is you get satisfaction but you have a sense of uselessness so do you feel that because that's where you are <laughs> so i i i definitely love my job i do feel it to some extent makes me feel uh useful uh, i love traveling but if you ask me if traveling adds value to anyone else but myself probably not so in that sense i guess it is slightly accurate where i feel happy i'm i'm working i'm getting money i spend it on traveling and i come back i feel happy i feel satisfied but do i feel like i've served the purpose for the world and so for me i'm i feel a bit of each of the sub categories that merges i feel exactly what you feel the satisfaction but feeling a bit useless I feel sometimes comfortable but feeling that sense of emptiness there's delight and fullness but no well I'm not rich by any means uh there are moments of feeling excited but there's also that sense of uncertainty so maybe I'm the embodiment of what ikigai is <laughs> neither here nor there a little bit of everything and do you feel like so what does it take to evolve to that state right so ikigai itself is just a guideline on how you can live a happier longer healthier life essentially um i don't think everyone is lucky enough to find that one thing that takes all of it right um it's it, i feel it sounds impossible in to find your profession that's also your passion your mission and your vocation that just sounds like a really tall task for you so like mission itself what what they've stated is when you find a mission mission it's it's what you love and what the world needs uh and like you said delight fullness but no wealth is it sustainable if you is it sustainable to found your mission so i've been on both sides so that coin right i've i had the wealth but i didn't feel happy now that i don't have wealth there's a sense of contentment 
but that level of uncertainty sometimes. And maybe it's just the current situation I'm in. It doesn't mean perpetually this is how I'm going to feel forever. But uh, in this current state, yeah. So in 2020, Gary at the age of 30... <laughs> early 30s. Early 30s. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you found your purpose in life? Yes. But at the same time, I'm still searching for more. Because I think when you feel like you've found what you've been looking for, there's a sense of wanting to search for what's next. Yes, exactly. So when do you stop? Here's one of the things. So one of my, one of my ex-girlfriends actually told me, like, if you're constantly chasing, if you're constantly, you know, just keep, if you keep going for more, when do you stop? Where is the line? Where is the roof? I don't have an answer. So I used to wear these beads. I didn't wear it for this recording session called uh, Japa Mala Beads. The Mala Beads. They are prayer beads that you chant mantras and helps you to meditate. And it's 108 beats. A lot of people also believe there's 108 um, lines leading to your heart chakra. And some, and this is what I prefer to uh, understand of it, is that there are 108 moments in your life, in your journey of life, towards finding enlightenment. Mm. And so hitting each beat, each moment in life, is just another level of self-awareness. And so for me, coming to the age of 30, being self-aware that I'm exactly where I want it to be right now, finding my purpose, my calling in life, as I call it, is only one of the 108 beats. I have mm. a lot more to go, or maybe I'm at the end, I don't know. You know, mm. That's the beauty about it, because you don't know when does your life end. And maybe it's not so much, I know it's cliche as it sounds, but life is not uh, <laughs> the about the destination. The destination, the, but journey. the journey. Is that quoting Miley Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> in some sense, it's it's about the journey, right? We're so focused on finding what's next, what's next, what's next. Sometimes we forget to be in the moment and really just reflect on what's beautiful around us right now. I think the two of us are slightly on slightly lucky to have found a profession or passion, you know, to some extent. I, I can tell you that there are a lot of people out there who may not have found even the right profession, um, don't really have a passion, doesn't care about any mission in this world, and doesn't even know what a vocation is. So how about those people? How about people who are only in search of money? Then they are where they're supposed to be. So I believe that the universe has a way of leading you to where you need to be at the exact moment you're supposed to be there. And if money is your motivation, is what you feel your goal in life is right now, then you are where you're supposed to be. Do you have any advice for people to find their purpose, their ikigai not in life? Not their purpose. They could be exactly what their purpose is. That could be their purpose. That could be their purpose. Yeah. I'm not saying that if you're not giving to the poor, that you're not helping the world, doesn't mean you haven't found your purpose. Maybe by his making money has employed hundreds under him and it's given him a sense of purpose and uh, livelihood for the people who he's responsible for. So again, not to detract that being rich is a bad thing, but maybe he is where he's supposed to be on his journey. Bruce Wayne is ultra rich, <laughs> but he had no satisfaction. Therefore, Batman existed. But he didn't want to be rich. He was born into wealth. That's the difference. You see, he didn't work that wealth and then suddenly decide I don't want it he was born into it and so what he was searching for though his family charted a course by giving him 
the uh, Wayne enterprise and the wealth to carry on the family business, it was not what he wanted. He had to be on his journey to search for what he wanted. And what he wanted was to help people. It was to fight crime. It was to become... I'm Batman. So we're all on our journey. Exactly. On that note... That's all the time we have for this episode. Till the next time, take care. Bye.